welcome to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Get ready to hear God, encounter the supernatural, and discover your destiny. Doug is a prophetic speaker, author, and coach whose message of love, hope, and having fun reaches people around the world. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com. Hey friends, welcome to another Spirit Connection podcast. Doug Addison here. You know, people ask me all the time, how is it I'm able to hear God? You know, with the daily prophetic words, the monthly, I release words all the time. And they ask me these things like, how do I know if what I'm hearing is from myself? Is it from the enemy? Is it other sources? And maybe you've never heard God speak, but I just want to tell you, God has something right now for you, and this is going to be an exciting time in the next half hour or so. You're going to get some insight. The heavens will open over you, and there's going to be an impartation and an ability to hear God at a whole new level, no matter where you are in the process. Let's pray. God, we thank you that you're speaking all the time. And there's never a shortage of revelation when it comes to you because you, God, are 24-7. You're opening things all the time. And so, Father, I pray for a supernatural ability right now, for ears to hear and eyes to see. I pray right now, God, you would open our spiritual senses. I pray for each person who are all walking where I've walked previously. And I pray that what I release right now in this short time would save people 20 years of pain and suffering or maybe even feeling stuck because they haven't been able to hear God or they need a breakthrough right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, you know, I hear that a lot. People might feel stuck or maybe confusion happens or doubt when it comes to hearing God. The biggest thing that I've seen after coaching people for years is the fear of being deceived. And it's so big that it's quite often has shut people down to even attempting to hear God. Maybe it feels complicated, or maybe you've never heard God, you don't know where to start, or maybe you've been hearing God for a long time. But I tell you, God is releasing something new right now in the spiritual realm. And we are in a strategic time in which God is giving us downloads of revelation from heaven to help us through difficult times. This is important to understand because the enemy has been over attacking us. The Lord is releasing additional revelation from heaven to help us get through this. And God wants to interact with us. He wants you to learn to hear his voice. I remember a long time ago when I first started out, you know, learning to hear the voice of God. I wanted to go out and practice at the mall, you know, and I wanted to practice hearing God. And people at my church, they thought, oh, you can't just do that. They said, that's like fortune telling. And it was really weird to me. I was like, well, fortune telling, I knew the difference because fortune telling is not prophetic. That's that's psychic. And there's a difference in the source of revelation. And fortune telling comes with something besides the Holy Spirit. So Many people, especially in the past, haven't been trained to understand that you can actually hear God through the Holy Spirit, and it's it's very biblical. And so it's great right now. In fact, I'm so excited that many churches are 
light years ahead of what I just described, what I had to go through years ago. I was part of breaking through and one of the forerunners of bringing, hearing God's voice into everyday life. Now, I'm not saying I actually was one of the people who launched any of this stuff, but I do want to say that God is using you and he wants to use you right now to be able to hear his voice and better yet is to know how to respond. So I've been hearing God most of my life, and I didn't recognize it, that it was God speaking. And then I began to study. I began to practice and develop my gifts. And that's what freaked people out. But you know what? They let you practice any other gift. This is kind of strange. They let you practice teaching and preaching, thank God. Because if not, you would get teachers and preachers up there with no experience, and that would be a a bad Sunday morning. They let you do all the other things, like administration gifts. They let you practice that. But, you know, when it comes to hearing God, they wouldn't let us practice. But I want to tell you, it's very biblical, and we need to practice, because there is not one gift from the Lord that is born into your life mature. Everything needs to grow. And so there's a new paradigm coming right now. You don't have to be a prophet to hear God. And many people were trained that that God would just speak and you just have to listen and obey. That's that's one way. I, in fact, when I first started to hear God, I was trained by people who were this type of prophet that would just get this download from heaven and it would flow out from them and they would speak. And it, it's very biblical. And also, many people got trained by prophets and different types of prophets when they themselves might not be a prophet. And so a lot of the training that I've developed since the time I've learned is designed for all the gifts because everybody can hear God. And I tell you, it's important to understand this aspect that God can speak. And if you're a teacher, you will hear his voice through the word and you will be able to teach it. And if you're Uh, You know, if you're a dreamer or a seer, you will see things. If you're an exhorter, you will hear God through encouraging words. It's so important to understand this right now. And it's important, again, you don't have to be a prophet to hear the Lord because all the gifts were in operation during the time of Jesus and his disciples. Important to understand. They heard the Lord. They, Jesus himself had the prophetic gift. He gave words of prophecy, words of knowledge. He gave wisdom and understanding, and it was a natural thing. There wasn't one gift called just the prophet, so to speak. Now, don't get me wrong. In the book of Acts, we see the prophet Agabus operating in the prophetic gift. Now, you might have one gift more than another, but you have access like Jesus Christ. He had all the gifts because it's like a Holy Spirit tool belt, and you have access to all the gifts. I have access to all the gifts. Again, you might operate in some gifts more than others. I operate in the prophetic, dream interpretation, and evangelism happens to be my more prevalent gifts, but I can still do healing. I can still, I don't do well with administration, but if I had to, I call upon the Lord or call someone with the gift. Anyway, The Lord wants to use you right now. So we are entering into a season. Listen, we are in a time where there is greater interaction in the spiritual realm. And we're now in a time which God is interacting with us. He wants to interact with you personally on earth as it is in heaven is what Jesus prayed. 
It's bringing the qualities of heaven into our lives. So we are getting greater revelation right now, and and things are starting to open up, and God speaks in so many ways, but most people miss it. One thing that Jesus said more than anything else, did you know this? Over 15 times, he said, you must have eyes to see and ears to hear. And he was talking about spiritual things and the prophetic gifts. God is speaking, but many people are not understanding it. They might be missing it. Let me just walk you through this really quick. I bet he's speaking to you already. You ever been at the grocery store and you get in one line and the other line goes faster and you knew you should have been in that one? Oh, there you go. That's the prophetic gift. Maybe you've been driving down the freeway and suddenly feel like you're supposed to slow down and then you see the police. Oh my goodness, that's the prophetic gift. Maybe you just thought of someone you haven't heard from in a long time and you get home or you check your email or text and you hear from them. Listen, that's the prophetic gift. It's not just a coincidence. It's a God incidence. And you know what? I base all of my training, all of my prophetic ministry on Ephesians 1, 17 and 18. This is the Apostle Paul. He says, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. The sole purpose of hearing God is that you may know him better. It's not to get a wild prophetic word or to go into heaven. Those things are great. But I'd give all that stuff up to have one good day with the Lord on the couch. I kid you not. I, I tell you, it is about intimacy. And the next verse, Ephesians 1, 18, the apostle says, that, and I'm going to pray this over you. I also pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope for which he has called you to the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints and his incomparable great power for those who believe. You know, the closer you get to God, the clearer his voice becomes. The Apostle Paul compared this process, wisdom and revelation, to riches, because these are the true riches that God wants to open up to you, the ability to hear his voice and know him better. It's so amazing. And, you know, we also base prophecy on 1 Corinthians 14.3, where Paul says, But everyone who prophesies speaks to men or women for their strengthening, encouragement, and comfort. There are, unfortunately, some bad examples of prophecy over the years. Maybe it was judgmental or negative. It might have even hurt many people. I've seen some pretty uh, unusual things happen. And that's why I'm convinced that we need to base things on strengthening encouragement and comfort. And sometimes it went through a negative filter or belief system that God speaking in an Old Testament way. I believe in the New Testament prophetic gifts. Study the prophecy in the New Testament, like I mentioned Agabus in the book of Acts. And you'll see it's a little bit different. Now, the Old Testament, God was trying to direct the Israelites to get back with him so that he could set up for the coming of the Messiah. Then Jesus comes, and now we all have the Spirit of the Lord in us. Those who invite the Spirit of God, you give your life to Jesus, invite the Holy Spirit. It's different. The prophets 
in the Old Testament, the Spirit of the Lord had to come upon them. In the New Testament, we all have the Holy Spirit access already. So there's a difference that's going on. And God is calling us to go beyond just hearing his voice and take a step further right now. And he's calling us to help others and to reach out, activate what we're hearing. And as we talk about hearing God, many things might go through your mind. And most people maybe think, like I said before, you have to be a prophet or have the prophetic gift to hear God. But I I just debunked that one with the grocery store story because you're all hearing God already, most of you. Every time I would speak publicly, I would get the show of hands when I go to talk about hearing God at 99. In fact, almost 100% of the people raised their hand to one of those exercises I mentioned. And it's saying that, you know what? Yes, God is speaking to you. And God wants to open things up at a new level. And Jesus gives us the access to the spiritual gifts through the Holy Spirit. So, Hearing God does not need to be mystical. And I like to think of it as being naturally supernatural, a supernatural part of our lives and also a natural part so that we can walk as God did in a natural, supernatural, as Jesus did. And uh, he was, you know, he was both. He was supernatural and he was natural. We don't have to be really weird and start yelling or sweating it's an old style and maybe some people use that but i learned a long time ago being one of the forerunners to use the prophetic gifts as a means of outreach i learned a long time ago my goodness people are open to hearing god today especially if you can speak in a natural language and you can you know you can read their mail in fact i still love this as be able to just get people's attention by giving them small words of knowledge like Jesus did Nathaniel in John chapter 1. He opened the heavens over him. You know, there's countless benefits to hearing God. You know, it breaks off the power of fear. Fear is the biggest one. And so when you hear the voice of God, you can gain insight. It'll help you grow in your faith, and it even brings healing. Hearing the voice of God brings healing. And it's important to understand that God wants us to hear his voice, and misunderstanding or misinterpreting actually can cause disappointments and heartbreak, and that's that's what's happened to some people. I call it prophetic shipwrecks. Maybe they heard God's voice. Maybe you did, and you responded, and nothing happened, and maybe you lost money or something, or, or it broke a relationship, or maybe you responded, or God spoke to you, and nothing ever happened. Those things are called Hope deferred. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. And I find people sometimes who've run into this, they're in this condition where they need to break out of that. And, oh, yeah, they believe God speaks, but then they start not really trusting that he wants to speak to them. But I want to invite you into this deep, deep place of the Lord and understanding his voice and knowing how to respond and knowing what's for now and what's for later. One benefit of hearing God was that it breaks that power of the enemy over us, the power of fear. Fear is the biggest. I mean, I'm telling you, fear is dominating the church and we need to actually enter into perfect love and cast out fear. First John 4, 18 is so important. 
and it brings healing. In Luke 6, 18, it says that people everywhere came to hear Jesus, and they were healed. It says hearing the voice of God could bring healing. It's amazing connection between hearing and healing. Healing doesn't always have to be physical, you know, and especially today. God wants to bring emotional, relational, spiritual healing to you. In fact, in John 10, 27, Jesus said, my sheep will know my voice and follow. And it is not just getting a prophetic word, but it's hearing his voice. Notice this. They will hear my voice and follow. That's an activation. It's not just hearing a Bible verse and following. It's learning to hear the voice of God and following. Now, don't get me wrong. We need the Bible, believe me. But there's been an out-of-focus, out-of-balance where people aren't valuing the prophetic these days because we've seen some crazy things happen. It is sad that maybe someone used the gift of prophecy incorrectly or wounded someone, but this doesn't mean that you need to throw the whole baby out with the bathwater. Don't judge the prophetic ministry based on bad experiences. You know, we need to get back in there. Prophecy is a function in our lives and not a title. It's a function in the church. It's a function in the community. It's a function in business. And as I coach and train people in hearing God, one of the biggest things that I see that is a holdback is the fear of being deceived. So I work with people all the time, and I start with Hebrews 5.14, because this talks about how to break out of that. The writer of Hebrews says, But solid food is for the mature who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. Now look at that. Good from evil and distinguishing that is actually breaking off fear of being deceived. Because if you follow this, constantly using your gifts, then you will begin to grow and mature and you will be trained to distinguish good from evil. I read this verse a long time ago and then I went out and started practicing because it was biblical right there. And I tell you, you it's like anything. You do anything a few times, you're going to get a breakthrough. And many people are afraid of being deceived because they haven't understood that the remedy is to train yourself and practice. And one reason why many people don't hear God consistently is because they haven't practiced listening or activating it. And they also have trouble determining whether what they're hearing is from God themselves or other sources. And again, practice will actually break this through in your life. Practice is required. I mean, we practice more in our sports. The Lord told me that. People practice their sports and their hobbies more than they do hearing the Lord. And we need to make an investment. You know, think of it this way. I used to work for a bank, so I know this is true. If you work in the banking system or even any type of place where they you're looking for counterfeit money, you need to learn to distinguish. You need to learn to discern, right? Well, you know what? You don't study the counterfeit. We studied real money. And it's the same thing today. If you study the real, then when you come across the counterfeit, you will recognize it right away. And this is what I put into my training when I train people to hear God we're not going to study the the fake or we don't focus on Satan. We don't focus on the things that didn't work. 
we focus on the real word of God or the real, you know, the, the real things that happen. So I tell people, go back and look at the last time that you heard God speak to you. Maybe you've never heard him. Then ask him to speak to you. If you've never heard God, maybe it was the last time you heard an answered prayer. Now go back to that and study it. How did it come to you? How did it feel? Begin to study it like you would to understand the real from the counterfeit. And the more you do this, I tell you, you will grow rather quickly. Jesus didn't really speak plainly. You know, sometimes people say, if God wants to speak to me, he's just going to speak straight up. I've been around a lot of people in churches where they say that. I'm like, dude, you've never read the Bible. There are so many times when Jesus himself, he didn't speak clearly. In fact, his disciples said, why do you speak in parables? You know, the Bible is full of metaphor, symbolism, hidden language, and even reading the Bible itself requires some degree of interpretation, even studying it. Maybe you use some study tools. We often miss this and not realize that God is actually concealing things, and he's looking for those who are hungry. According to Matthew eleven twenty five and 26, God will also hide things from people who consider themselves wise in their own eyes and reveal deep spiritual truths to those who are humble and childlike. And sometimes God will speak more clearly, will be in a season or a time when he's speaking clearly, and other times it will be a still, small voice. Sometimes it'll be one way, and sometimes it's another. That's why it's important to be careful not to put God in a box and how he speaks. So the way our spiritual gifts works is sometimes we have the ability to hear God more clearly, and sometimes maybe not. Maybe even some people have that. Don't be discouraged. God will speak to you. He will, I tell you, he will speak to you in the way that you can hear it. And as a seer prophet, that's what I, I have visions. I have taken into heaven. I haven't always been this way. I have always had this gift, but I always didn't operate in it like I do now. But I want to tell you that I used to see things, see visions and dreams, then I would go to the Word of God and the Bible and look it up and confirm what I was seeing. That was my way for years. Then suddenly, two years ago, my goodness, that all shifted. God began to do something new, and I began to open the Bible first and then have visions and see things. I'm just saying, God can shift things on you. He shifts things up, and he's doing it even right now, so you don't want to assume. So here's some steps to practice hearing God. First of all, be expectant that God really wants to speak to you. And most of the time, we need to simply clear away some busyness out of our lives and stop doing all the talking in our prayer time. God said that to me a long time ago. Would you just would you stop doing all the talking? Would you stop praying all the time and, and start listening? I'm trying to give you the answer to your prayer. God longs to give you messages of love, comfort, wisdom, guidance, warnings through various methods. And maybe it might be through dreams and visions of the Bible or a conversation with someone, a song on the radio. Something's going to happen. The possibilities are endless. And I love to train people on how to hear the voice of God and how to activate it. Here's my first prophetic word back in 1988. Now, I had known the Lord earlier in my life in a conservative church, and and I had all kinds of things happen to me. I ended up in the occult and new age. I came out of this in 1987, 
1988, my sister and I, we, we were both born again then. And now there's this guy coming to her church and he has a prophetic gift. So my brother-in-law called me. He says, oh, this guy's got a prophetic gift. You should come this Sunday. And he was an evangelist. He sang songs and, you know, it was in the eighties and then it was time to prophesy. And so he called people up and I'm standing next to my brother-in-law and uh, he says to my brother-in-law, he says, well, you need to lose weight. And I'm like, well, you know, that's kind of like a discernment of the obvious. You know, he was, he was heavy. And I was wondering, well, what kind of prophet is this, you know? And then he said to me, the woman you're with is not the one. And I started wondering, well, I'd gone through a divorce and I was with a woman that I wasn't sure if she was the one, but I really wanted to get married. Listen, here's what happened. About a year or two later, I think it was two years later, short time later, my brother-in-law died of a heart attack and I married that woman and she left me and I went through a painful, painful time. Now that got my attention. The Lord speaks and he wants to speak to you, but we need to learn to discern. I could have really uh, saved a lot of time and, and pain had I understood that God was trying to get me to move into a different direction. My brother-in-law might be alive today had we responded. Again, it takes practice, and words from God will stand the test over time. And though you have, they'll usually have more peace to them than words from ourselves or the enemy. Psalm 37, 4, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. There is a place where God wants to bless your desires, but we got to make sure that what we're hearing from God is not just a desire of our heart. Also, the desires of your heart aren't always bad. And once you get your heart in line with God, he could actually start trusting you more with things. This is a new paradigm I'm talking about right now. And so here's some steps to test a prophetic word. And I want to say this because I coach so many people in hearing God, and I talk about testing a word, and I'm talking about testing objectively And many people think of testing as a negative approach. It's wrong until proven right. Like I give people prophetic words and they say, where's that in the Bible? You know, you've got a Bible. If you don't, I can give you one and look it up for yourself. You know, anyway, how to test a prophetic word. Does it line up with the Bible? Make sure that that's the case. Has God spoken something like this to you before? Maybe something similar. How did the spirit feel? Was it positive or negative? Now, that doesn't mean necessarily that it's not from God, because remember in Acts chapter 10, Peter had an encounter that blew him away. God was going to change his paradigm and understanding that it was okay to minister to people who weren't Jewish. And so he had this encounter where the Lord spoke to him. And it wasn't always positive in that case. But check the spirit, because you want to make sure that there's peace. Peace is your best fleece. The enemy cannot duplicate God's peace. Another question is, if you got the word from someone else, do you know them? Is there positive fruit in their life? Do they have a track record? Also, how to test the word? Write it down and ask God to reveal to you. That's the first step. I should have said that right away. Step number one, record it, write it down, and ask the Lord. So, there's also understanding timing. Is it now or for later? Most prophecy, including dreams, are for a season down the road. Once in a while, you'll get one that's for now. Quite often, prophecy 
you know, has to go through a maturation process. Maybe it's nine months later. Maybe it's a year later. I don't know. Maybe it's contingent on other people responding. So you need to train yourself on how to hear the voice of God. And again, you know, we could have a Holy Spirit tool belt, right, and access all the gifts, but we can also have Holy Spirit training wheels. It's okay to practice. You need to find a safe place to do that. And that's what happened with me is I joined a church that they were, you know, charismatic Presbyterians or Presbymatics, I called them. And we had a Sunday night service where we would worship God and then practice hearing. And it was a safe place. It was a safe place to make mistakes. And we will never be 100% accurate because sometimes we hear in part, we prophesy in part, according to the Apostle Paul, we won't always understand the full message. And so making mistakes is part of learning. In fact, we need to not be hard on ourselves when we miss it, or maybe you'll miss it this time. I get this. I'll miss it this time. But I tell you, next time, God will use that to bring you to the next level. Here's five steps to hear God accurately. First of all, number one, establish a foundation of hearing God in your life. That means you know, spend time with him. If you can do it daily, that's great. Read the Bible, pray. Actually spend time to understand his character. The more you understand his character and his ways, the more you will recognize when a word does not line up with the Bible. Number two, cultivate a spiritual atmosphere. And I do a lot of teaching on the spiritual atmosphere and shifting the negative atmosphere. So what you'll want to do is get a hold of some of my other teaching, my Love Not Judge message, if you haven't heard it, and begin to practice stepping away from negativity. Because negativity is not from the Lord, I'll tell you, and it will cloud the atmosphere over you. And so when you see something negative, you may want to flip that around and begin to move into the time of hearing the Lord more clearly. A long time ago, I was hearing God, but God was going to take me to the next level. And he said, you need to stop complaining and start blessing. Within 90 days, everything opened over me, including my finances. Number three, track what God is saying. How will you know if you don't write it down, if you don't get a recording? Many people have cell phones, my goodness, record it and value it. Doesn't mean every word that you are getting is from the Lord. But if you track what he's saying, then you'll understand things over time and you can go back to it. The same with dreams. I teach people how to journal in all my schools and how I journal. Also, step number four, learn to discern. By practicing hearing God, you learn to discern by reading the Bible, by taking a word down and testing it, by going with others and being in a safe place, you learn to discern the voice of God. Step number five is activate it into your life. Now, this is something that not a lot of other prophets teach, but I'm convinced that if you don't do something practical, it might not take root into your life. So it doesn't mean you have to go out and actually do the prophetic word, but you can do something like read a book, write it down, get it transcribed, share it with someone else do some research. When I first heard the Lord say to me in 1991, a prophet gave me a word, says you're going to come into dreams and visions. And he gave me a full prophetic word of what I'm doing right now. But what I'm doing now didn't happen, you know, for another 10 more years, actually. We started in like connection 10 years after that prophetic word. 
And I came into dreams and visions later. But what I did was I went out and bought a Christian dream interpretation book that was activating. I began to study dreams and visions over time. So do something practical to activate that word. You can go find someone who's doing what you feel called to do or what God's spoken to you. Ask them some questions. I got a prophetic word about being a missionary. So I went and talked with some missionaries. I found out I don't even like to camp, you know. And so it wasn't a missionary to other countries, but until I actually got prayer and activated, I found out, oh, it was a missionary to the United States. And that happened after the prayer and the activation. All right, let me just activate this over you right now. And I want to invite you, first of all, we have an online training going on. It's an opportunity, May 19th, 2018. And this is a an online training called how to know God's voice and timing. Listen up and discern. Where I'm going to go into more detail on this. And you can go to my website, DougAddison.com, and look for that. Or if you're listening to this later on, you can also go there. And we have other opportunities, including my full school of ministry online. It's an online school on hearing the voice of God 365. What I'd recommend, if you haven't signed up for that yet, is do the webinar first. Do this online training first because it will it will activate you and you'll start to understand. Follow my daily prophetic words and they're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And also I always have a free ebook on my website that you could download to listen to my podcast every month. Lord, I pray right now that the words I just spoke will become alive. I pray that you would activate these words, that you would help us to be able to cultivate that spiritual atmosphere that you would help us to learn to discern and that you would open the heavens right now over each person, no matter where we are, what level, to be able to hear your voice and take steps towards it. Lord, bring healing for those who've been wounded by the prophetic. Speak to those who have never heard your voice and those who need a breakthrough right now. Lord, I pray that you would bring it in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. See you soon. Thanks for listening to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com.